Welcome to the Ripple Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brad Long. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Ripple Fishing Report. I'm glad you're here, and I appreciate you joining us. On today's episode, we're going to talk to Captain Lionel James out of Destin, Florida. Captain Lionel, how you doing, man? Not too bad. What's happening? Man, I don't know it. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh, It seems like we're we're in spring a little bit. Is that yeah. kind of what you're seeing down there? Uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I would say yes. It's acting like spring. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, the weather is very very hard to predict. Um, it's very back and forth. It'll be sunny one day, and then the next that evening it'll it'll have some rainstorms or not like summer rainstorms. That's typical. But I'm like cold fronts come through. Right. Like yeah, you know? it'll it'll drop thirty yeah. degrees behind it. Yeah. 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 So that's what it's been the last few days, and um. Makes it tough, man. It's pretty. Uh, yesterday was pretty, and I think tomorrow is going to be about average. And then uh, Thursday and Friday is predicting like twenty mile hour winds out of the north. Yeah. So won't be too much fishing going on um, in a boat. You know, I love north winds because I hit the beach, and uh, I plan on doing that myself and seeing if I can knock out another YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, man. I think, you know, I just did some research and was talking to my wife. We're coming down um, to the Panhandle, uh, to Panama City on Friday. And so I'm looking, okay. at, looking at the weather and, you know, it's not great timing, but, you know, you, you get things set up well in advance, you're going, right? Right, right, and right. So I was looking and it's like, you know, there's going to be a north wind. Um, might be able to, I didn't know it was going to be, what I looked at said like 10 to 15, but if you're saying 20 and it's that bad, then this is not an option for me. But I was like, man, we can take the yeah, kids, well, run a couple miles out, you know. I was looking at Thursday. I'm not really sure. I'm, right now, you know. Thursday was way worse. I will win. Yeah, wise. yeah. And I'm, I'm more of like, in the month of March, I'm more of like a day-to-day planner versus That's, looking at again because I, I, I honestly, when it comes to fishing this month, like, I can't really plan out too far ahead. Like it's it's just as hard, you know. Yeah, it's impossible is what it is. I mean, yeah, you're so, either you're either gonna get real lucky, but probably right. not. You know what I mean? Like if you plan something right. way out. I mean, we planned the the home assassin trip we just got back from over spring break for my kids were out, right? So and and part of the logic my wife used in planning that was that it would be far enough south where we might not deal with as much of this. Like, it may get cold, but cold down there might be, like, upper 50s. You know what I mean? Or, like, you know, like, not crazy where it's like, oh, you can't, like, the water's not something. Right. Yeah. And so um, it was still, though, man, like, the first two days we were down there, it was cloudy and windy, and it was, like, 60, 65 degrees, but when it's cloudy and windy, all bets are off. It's still cold, yeah, you know, because then sure. as soon as the sun pops out, it, it's warm again. But it's just like, I mean, you just can't do it anywhere. This, this, unless you go like south of Orlando, Tampa, or something where you for sure it's going to just be nice, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, man, yeah, I don't really know what's going to happen with that. I know I'm going to go out tomorrow, and I went out yesterday. Uh, I had a bunch of other stuff to do today. I'm really ready to just get into April. Um, and this, you know, pretty much summer as well too, and just get to a point where it's predictable and you could function on a daily right. basis, you know? Yeah. These trend, so. these transition times are always a challenge, man. They yeah, re- man. They really are. And and it's not that it can't be done. It just, it's just harder, you know? Yeah. 
It really is. Uh, I, I'm trying to think, you know, like, uh, and, and I'm going to talk to Justin. Luckily, I'll be talking to him right before I, I head down. But, you know, I'm thinking if it's cool like that overnight, I may have some luck with fish getting real shallow, you know. It's going to be real sunny days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I just dropped everything. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Oh, I'm sitting there trying to fly. Um <laughs> You just kind of never know, man. Like it could, it could really change for the best uh, by Friday. Like that's just, yeah, what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's so, wild, I mean, man. Uh, you know, I think though, uh, I was talking to um, Jordan yesterday, and and he he is of the opinion, and I think I agree with him that this is kind of the last cold front, and then after this, there'll be a few weeks of of pretty stable, warmer weather. And that's going to kick us into, you know, a stable water temperature and spring will be fully in, in effect, you know. Um, I'm going to hope so. I'm not going to agree or disagree with you guys because I don't want to be, I'm going to be superstitious on this one. <laughs> you don't want to go on the record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. I hope so. But it just makes sense to me. Uh, it could be yeah, dead wrong, yeah. but it's like, okay, well, that's good. You know, yeah. I can see that. I, I could see it too. I just don't, I'm going to be the superstitious one and, and say it's going to suck and then hope that it turns out really pretty. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, uh, speaking of superstitions and I, you made me think of this. Do you, do you allow bananas on the boat, Lionel? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you don't, you don't believe in that one. Not that one, man. So it's, uh, I'll tell you why. Right. Um, so through the summer, I really try to take care of my body so that I could function and uh, get through the day. Right. So uh, get through the year, right? So a lot of my diet is liquid. Yeah. Um, and it's through like uh, smoothies and stuff like that. So one of my is with my protein and my complex carb uh, powder, which is like I don't know, it's like this super carb that's I it's um. I get the information later, but what I don't need, yeah, super carb. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not, it's not like that. It's all natural, all natural complex carb. Like I say complex, but it's just really, really good for you. I, I'm not gonna say the name of it. Um, I don't want to get this a, a fishing report, but <laughs> um, I do nothing but pretty much for the majority of the day until I get home. Um, protein shakes and i guess protein and carbohydrate shakes and in those shakes is bananas and uh strawberries yeah so, so you can't do it so, then what's that you, you you can't have the superstition of the bananas oh yeah that. i don't have that superstition no and I, i'm not really a superstition guy i was just making that fun for uh just just to poke fun of, of what we're talking <laughs> you, know, you know you, you know what i'm talking about though with the banana thing you know oh, that yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I know what you're talking about bringing a banana on a boat but i was saying that yeah I, you can bring a banana on a boat because I bring them on the boat every day. There you I, go. Yeah. It, it ain't hurting yeah. you, is it? I, it's you not, and maybe I've had a couple bad days or whatnot. Maybe I'm jinxing everybody right now. <laughs> you well, know, I apologize. You know why that exists? Do you know the history of that or the story? I, I think I do. It, it's something about, like, back in the day when they were importing um, bananas on boats, it, there were spiders and stuff that would get in there. Right. And it has and, to do with the fear of getting bit or whatever with these, but something about these spiders and they didn't want them on the boat because they, they associate bananas with these spiders. Yeah. Yeah. Weird heard, how that stuff gets carried I've, into I've heard that. And then I've heard a couple of other things, um, about bananas carrying like some kind of other animal or pest. Yeah. That like 
killed all the food and people trying to get over here back in the day, uh, their food was all ate up and destroyed by these pests and yeah, uh, they came, they came bananas. on bananas. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot out there about that. Uh, I would love to, I should just research the truth about that. Like, yeah, but, it's yeah, honestly, sure. it's probably a combination of what we said, depending on where you were. Yeah, yeah. You know? but it, I mean, it all resorts back to like, yo, I understand why the superstitions about it about bringing bananas on a boat. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's not just some, not some crazy captain made it up. Like, yeah, it, there's yeah, a real yeah. history. It's kind of neat, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, man, you've been out of the last few days, and I've seen some some social media posts because you're really good about keeping everybody in the loop on on what you're doing visually. And so, yeah. what what have you been catching? I saw some black drum. I saw a nice little black drum. Um, yeah, so I had a uh, I had a trip. I want to say that was like Saturday, and I almost canceled it. And I ended up just moving it to later in the day because the weatherman said, "Yo, rain, wind, rain, wind all day," and it ended up being a really pretty day. So I'm glad that you know me and me and uh, his father. He kind of talked me into going, and I was like, man, I don't know. I can't guarantee you, like, anything on this kind of day, you know? Right. Um, and we end up getting into a bunch of redfish and, and some black drum, several black drum. And um, we were just fishing, you know, live shrimp on a uh, on a Carolina rig. And we were just, I was just really focusing on bigger docks or, you know? Yeah. Um, knowing the area a little bit, you know, I went to a couple of docks that I favor. and um, But they all kind of have the same let's say demographic, I guess you could kind of say like they're, you know, six, seven foot dock, deep docks, uh, yeah. that have a little bit of, uh, of cover and a place so they can go onto the shallows and sunbathe and then, you know, kind of run back into the deep. End. Yeah. Kind, uh, kind of gave them everything they would want. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> that makes sense, man. And you know, it's, it's funny when you, when you're trying to target docks, especially when, you're in a, an area where there's a lot of them kind of packed in together. Um, right. It's, you know, I'm bad about, you know, not paying attention to why I caught a fish off of a specific dock versus, you know, not catching a fish off of a different dock. You know, that right. I, I'm really bad about not paying attention to that pattern. And, and in doing that, I end up fishing every dock, you know what I mean? Which is fine. But then, oh. you know, it would be nice to be able to, like like you just said, go to the ones that are more productive than the others, or at least find a pattern and say, okay, this one's, you know, they're biting in, in this scenario. So now find more of those scenarios, but I don't pay attention to but it. You, but you can look at that in different ways. Like the, the other end of that spectrum is that I've been fishing this area and these docks for, you know, years. Um, and, but before I got to that point that you were talking about, I had to fish every dock, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it could, it could go, you know, experience tells all the stories so you're gonna have to fish every dock and, and you might as well if you're gonna if you're fishing a stretch of docks you just might as well start at number one and work your way all the way in that way there is no second guessing man i should have hit that dock when i was finished you know what I'm right. saying? yeah no that's true that's true and really it's i, I would i would do that anyway you know because that's just kind of the right. easy but i don't pay attention to that pattern that's there you know okay and like like you said i mean you you just described you could look at a dock and say, I'm probably going to catch a fish here based right, on right. what's ha- you know, and, uh, right. I don't pay attention enough to that. I, I bet okay. you most people don't, you know? Yeah. That was great. That was great. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. And, uh, you know, right. you get caught up in the moment of like, I did it, you know, <laughs> I pulled, I, I, I tricked one, yeah. you know? 
I so, always take um if I don't have a picture of it already, I always take a picture of the dock that I caught it on. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you got a smartphone now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's always reference. I have like a uh what do you call it? An album in my phone. Yeah. Docks that I've caught fish on. You know what I'm saying? So it does really I guess you can say this kind of modern age fisherman because it already timestamps the photo for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. The time. So you don't really have to go back and like, you could just scroll. Okay. March, April, May, you know? Yeah. So dude, that's the that. best idea, <laughs> man. If you're yeah. listening to this, that, that is the best thing I've heard in a while and hadn't even thought about it. Not even a dot. You can take pictures oh. of, of the, the landscape of trees for a spot. Even, I mean, there's just things you can do like that just easy whether it's super beneficial right. or not almost doesn't matter because what are you out the one right. second to press the button you know, a lot of people you know kind of i don't share that those photos but i really try hard certain areas i don't try to hide the background at all like it's clearly obvious everybody right. knows like the, the jetties or something like that yeah but i'm not sharing that photo with anybody and uh like i said it time stamps it for you, the place um the date and the time, which I just said timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you don't really have to take notes. Just take the picture and then make an album. And now you could just like go back and scroll through the dates and you know, like, okay, well, and if you need, if you want to go another step further, you can actually reference the moon and the uh, tide, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So use your phone, man. Dude. Look, if you guys wouldn't need a reason to hire Captain Lionel to take you fishing, there's one right there. <laughs> Who in the world is, I mean, I that yeah. never dawned on me to do anything like that. Yeah, you could always go back, like I said, Google the date, the, not the date, but the, the, the tide at that exact moment. It's always it's always on Google. You know, yeah. it depends on how fish I get into, like, knowing your area and having, like, you know, I'm... I used to be an old school guy and write it all in my notes and I still have notes from like years and years ago, but I have my phone, you know, and it's backed up on the cloud. So I don't ever have to worry about it. Yeah, man. You're you're just, you're just this way. Aren't you about everything? Yeah. I mean, like, cause I see your, the stuff you do outside of fishing and and you're just a thousand miles an hour on it, man. Like this, where some kind of crazy idea that like takes all this information and simplifies it. And you're just like, boom. Yeah. I fished this dock last April. Yeah. You know, like, that's awesome, man. What a great tip. That's good yeah, stuff, man. man. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. So, so now, um, you, you, yeah. so I saw the redfish. I'm just real quick. When you fish those docks, what size on that Carolina rig? Describe that because I'm curious. Uh, the, the weight size is super small. Um, I couldn't even tell you what size it is. This is really, really small. The leaders, uh, 15 to 20 pound leader. Um, and I and I say maybe maybe a size four or size two circle hook. Okay, so small, small. Yeah, nothing super extravagant, like super big. Are you um, are you using any kind of um, swivel, like a true Carolina yeah. rig? Okay, Carolina rig, egg weight on a you know, yeah. egg weight over a swivel to a, a I don't know two foot eighteen inch uh, floral floral leader. Like I am a fan of floral carbon. I know it's expensive, but if your purpose is to go out there and catch a fish, it'll help you significantly. Yeah. You know? you know, something that I realized about fluorocarbon, I agree with you. And, and there's a lot of variables that it can create that I did not realize. Like I know it disappears. It's you will not see it. 
right? Like yeah. It's clear. It goes away. But So that's awesome. But then there's all these other things like it sinks, whereas monofilament doesn't. So right. there's just right. little things that, like, if you're fishing a super light, you know, like I, I in, in, in Home Assassin, we were throwing live shrimp, and we had um, a bit, like, about – about the biggest split shot you could get. Okay. And so there was no swivel or anything. Just we were clipping that thing on, you know, a foot or so up from the shrimp. And you kind of create that Carolina rig. Yeah, yeah. But sure. but it's nice yeah. to be able to have that line get right down in that shallow water, you know. Right, right. And not make too much of a ruckus getting there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's stiffer. So, like, for, you know, a tippet type material on a, on a fly leader, you know, it turns over and kind of flips that fly out. But there's just a yeah. lot of benefits that you don't see if you don't, uh, if you've never, everybody at this point's tried it, but there's yeah. in the beginning when I first started getting into it, it's like, wow, that's different. In fact, I put a uh, fluorocarbon line on one of my saltwater bait casters. Okay. And, and what's interesting about that is if I throw say like a Zara spook or like a top water that you can kind of work slower, you know, if you work it too slow, or like a popper, you know, if you work it too slow, that fluorocarbon line will sink. And when you do pop it or pull it, it pulls it down instead of across the top of the water. Interesting. And and sometimes that's a good thing because it's a different action. It's an odd kind of thing that the bait does. So right. it can be positive. I really don't care for it personally because with top water, I like for everything to be up, you know. Right. But but right. it's just interesting that like that one variable will make me throw top water on that rod versus you know, fluorocarbon for jigs and stuff because it'll get down in the water column. Yeah, for sure. For you know, sure. it's just wild. You notice that kind of stuff. But so there's, but so, like I said, that can be a benefit in certain scenarios. And it's a minor, you know, it, it's it's a it's tiny small. little detail, but it matters, man. Yeah, it does. It really does. You know, and when you, I don't know, for me, I make my money off of catching fish. So I'm going to use every tactic that I possibly can to that makes sense to catch him, you know? Hey, and those details in the natural world are very small to us might be a big, big deal. You know, I mean, it could change the way, you know, all of a sudden now your baits has a more natural presentation, you know, I mean, it can just make it make a big difference. For sure. Absolutely. I agree. I I 100% agree. So you, you got into some redfish and some drum. What else are you, are you seeing? Are you seeing pinfish come in? Cause you would have found pinfish. Throwing those live shrimp around uh, docks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've seen a few. Um, the last couple of days, I haven't really been out there looking for like the, that kind of bait. Yeah. Uh, we did, didn't have to deal with, believe it or not, too many pinfish messing with our shrimp yet. Yeah. Uh, the one, the, the ones that we did catch were like ginormous pinfish. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like catchable. So, <laughs> yeah, the edible ones. Um, <clears throat> right. Other ones besides that, I had a trip yesterday. And I want to say, if this comes out tomorrow, it would be Monday, um, let me go to March, whatever, 29th. Yeah. This this will come out on, this This is uh, Thursday's episode. Okay. So yep. March 29th, fishing. And uh, this time of year, what happens um, is that the sheep's head come into the jetties. Right. And breeding, right? So they're really stacked up on the jetties and... Um, our trip Monday caught, I don't know, I don't like 17 or 18. And there was, you know, boats everywhere. They were catching them as well. Wow. Now sheep's head five per person. Right. But five sheep's head, 10 fillets. That's a lot of fish. So I do encourage you. Like we stopped at five Yeah. and I just for the boat, 
right? They had plenty enough for dinner. I saw I saw a couple of folks that kept like ten or fifteen. I was just like, there's no purpose to that, right? You know, absolutely not. You know, and to each his own. You do you, and you run your business how you want to. But like we after that went and caught some Spanish mackerel because the Spanish mackerel, um, they're here and they're here in good numbers. They're the more of the twelve to fifteen inch size size range. Yeah, um, there were more than enough of those too. So you know. I've heard some good good stats about the sheephead and how many eggs they they produce in a in a night, but it's still, man, like, man, you can't run you know, at that pace forever. Fish, you know, like, it's just a lot. Like, you're gonna run out of resources soon enough. Can you, you know? t- can you take a captain limit too? So like, oh, uh, I think you get, I think you have an arrogant, but I I never looked into that because I've never I've never right. Kept, I'm just like, curious because man, like you, if if so, you could you could pop off twenty fish. And and be yeah. well within yeah. the you know the laws. But other guys there that I saw like you know, they kept their five for the boat and then they caught some more and took some pictures with it you know and I applaud those guys. Yeah. And then let, let them go. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. You re- and it's it's just common sense on that. Like you use up too much of anything, it's gonna run out. You know. Yeah, and you know, man, it's it's so funny with um with fishing and and really the all of the the fishery that is the Gulf of Mexico commercial and and you know recreational um they just don't know enough you know they really yeah. don't man i mean but who fault is that though because you can educate yourself you can right. google it right? I, i'm saying they is in the people that make the yeah. rules and stuff like yeah. they 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 wait for the problem to be so stark and dramatic that they see it in whatever data they get. And then it's like, Oh God, we can't have, you know, gill nets. It's killing the redfish population. So they right. fix it. And then boom, all of a sudden, you know, a decade later, you, your population's back red snapper the same way. It's like, right. You, and they, they fix it. They, but we, we have to do our part and say, Hey, look, they don't really know. I mean, they say five a person, but they aren't sure. Right. They won't yeah, know well, that's too many until the damn things are gone. You know? Yeah. But- Last year it was ten. It was ten per person, and they dropped it this year. You know, and I'm I'm all for even like five per charter boat. You know, yeah. And that's then, I mean I'm look man. I I love seafood, but I'm I'm generally a catch and release guy. Um, but if I do keep fish, it's gonna be you know I'll eat them that night, the next day. Yeah, yeah. And that's and ju- I, that's about like, as much as I will keep. You know. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I don't, I'm in the gray about everything. Cause I, I try to see things from, from everybody's perspective. Right. Right. You know, whether it's your business and the, the point is to catching fish and providing, you know, but I, I try to look at the, the, the whole circle with like, well, are these, how many are they going to feed for tonight? And is it going to be left in the hotel? Um, are they, you know, yeah. so just go around with it. Um, like I said, I'm a big advocate for catch and release. There's a lot of fish that, you know, I'm not a catch and keep redfish or trout person. Right. Um, you know, and they, if, if they feel like it's five per person is enough to sustain the sheep's head population, then great. Um, but I, we had more than enough fish. And then with the Spanish mackerel, like those are an abundance. So, yeah. Yeah. So, man, um, I just encourage you Feed your family. Do what you got to do. That's it, man. And look, I, I applaud all you guys because all of you have said multiple times, like, yeah, the limit's this, but on, on our boats, we do this because yeah. we yeah. think that we, we can do our part. But you all do and, that, and I applaud you yeah. because it's, you know, it's good. That's the type of, of 
proactive decisions that help the fishery long term, regardless yeah. of any rules or anything like that. Jordan and Justin are big advocates for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. For sure. the, the, catching those on on a Carolina rig, I think it was fifteen pound fluorocarbon uh, on a um with some really well, live shrimp. We were, they they prefer like some smaller shrimp. So, you know, get out there and like our jetty to get to the jetty is a long walk. So I would, I don't blame you if you don't want to walk out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a walk, man. You know, it's gotta be a good mile, at least a quarter, wow. three quarters in, in the sand so, too. Sand and rock. So, so I, that's I, like I 10 miles on a sidewalk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, the fishing is getting good. Every it's getting better every day. There's been a few cobia caught. Um, I'm not, uh, I haven't been out there to look yet. When I go red fishing on beef, I always cruise to see if I can find a couple, but I haven't seen too many. Um, and any moment now, uh, I looked at my photos from last year and March 5th is when I caught my first load of pompano. So, um, yeah, so that should be any time. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it sounds like we're, it sounds like we just need to get through this next little bout of cold and, um, and then maybe we'll have some, the, some warmer nights. It's not the days. It's not cold enough for that, yeah. but it's the nights that get down in the forties or something and screw it up. Yeah, you know? sure. So look, man, you, uh, you posted something on social media that I need you to explain. Okay. Uh, you, you have gotten yourself a couple bikes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what's up? Those things look fun. So, all right. So let me, let me just go back to why I got them. Right. right. So I want to make, when you come to my site, I want to make something for everybody there. Right. And I understand at my highest level to go fishing is really expensive, right? you know, and everybody wants to do that. So I was like, man, what do I enjoy doing? I, I enjoy riding a bike on the beach or, you know, wherever, and really just on the beach and fishing. So, like last week, I went to go make a YouTube red fishing on the beach, and you know I might have walked two miles, two and a half miles before I, you know, before I caught a fish. But yeah. then the I walked back, yo, I killed. <laughs> like I All said, right? man, it's like walking ten yeah. miles on the sidewalk. Yeah, so I was like, yo, <laughs> bro, you getting too old for this? Like, we gotta find it. We gotta- <laughs> That's right. So I was like, man, I, I came home and I started doing some research. I was like this could work so i went went try one out and the bikes are made for the beach they're really big in the 38 area a lot of people rent them um and i think i'm just gonna work on an adventure where it's super affordable uh you get a lunch and we go fishing and we meet somewhere on the beach and we can cover a lot more water and have a great time fly fishing or sight fishing for artificial so artificial only type trip. Yeah. And yes, so the bikes, you know, they got a 70 mile range, you know? Wow. Uh, right. 70 mile range. Uh, Yellow's got some great bikes. The ones that I bought are the, the bolts and the, they have the sand tires. So I was like, man, I got them today. I'm going to try them out. Hopefully Thursday. Um, and just see what I could do. But I just, I saw it and I experienced the, the hardship of catching cramps on my way back from walking the beach all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. My cramps came from, cause I had worked out before that, but I was just like, man, like this could fit every age demographic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you know, what's cool about it. I mean, you know, it, let's say fishing is the secondary 
thing that you enjoy. I mean, you get to ride a bike like that, and and we say ride a bike, they're electric, right? They're electric. So what happens is when you start pedaling and you press like, it's got five uh, electronic gears. Okay. Or speed. So as soon as you hit hit the plus plus button, it kicks in, right? And when you're pedaling, it gives you an assist, and it's a really good assist. Like it almost feels like it's a, a gas, right? Yeah. So get all the way up to about 20, 25 miles an hour. Wow. Um, so you're hauling yeah. ass. Yeah, you can. You can be. You really can be. Wow. So um, we're going to work on that and, and make a great package for people to come experience with photos and, and the beach and lunch. Like it's going to be a really, you know, I'm pretty sure my homeboy's Tommy is going to make everybody's lunches the day before and, and just give you guys a really great experience. Yeah. That I mean, I want people to come to Destin and I want them to go fishing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If it's, I want you to go fishing with me particularly, you know, and. Um, there's a couple things that I love more than anything. Like, and I love fishing the beach, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, that's, uh, that's just a really unique way to do it. I, I, that's cool, man. And you know, uh, you know what, what else is cool is that let's say you get a family of five that wants to go, right. Or something crazy. Yeah. I mean, they can rent these bikes. Like you said, I mean, you you can work that out. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I, I got, I'm, I I purchased three and I plan on purchasing a couple more. Like I, I'm not. I, I'm usually like a dive all in type of person, but I'm really going to take the advice of everybody around me. My mentors be like, no, start this small, <laughs> right? focus like the skiff type of way where I guide two folks and, you know, yeah. and then there. Um, but, you know, this can float from, I mean, as far as Pensacola, because it's so mobile to, you know, 30A area. So yeah. it's, it's there. And like you said, even if you don't want to, do the fishing thing you could rent the bike as well so it, there's, there's a lot there yeah i mean you could do just a sunset tour or whatever you call it that would be like a, a bike ride sunset and yeah yeah food yeah. you know what i mean like there's and there's people that would would do it just because again you can watch a sunset any you're, kind of way provi- that that's a unique way to do it yeah you're you're providing adventure you know? yeah you're, no pun intended, adventure and a story to tell. See what I did there? That's it. Hey, man. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, dude. I, th- I saw those. They look cool. I've never been on one. I, I, I... Man, they're dope. They're dope. When, you come, when you come out here, like, you, like we're going to have to do it. Like, I know there's a lot of stuff that we got to do. But I know, man. Man, you got a big list going. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We're going to get together this year, though, man. I, I've, been yeah. push- I've been pushing this gift around, and I, I got a new um, – I ordered my – my uh, fly reel I've wanted for years and years and years. It came in today. So what'd you get? Uh, a T-Bore Everglades. Okay, and, fancy. Yeah, well, you know, I, <laughs> I've uh, I've wanted one forever, and uh, yeah. I tell myself, you know, man, I'll pass this down to grandkids, and you know, and yeah. I, I don't know. I just I, I've wanted one. Just one of those things yep. I wanted, and so uh, it, that's it, you know? man. That's it. So I um. I'm eager to put it to use, so I'm going to be hammering the the fly rod this year more than I ever have. Um, so stuff like this is uh, is is it's, would it's be would be fun. Funny fly rod too. So I I announced I'm doing my first ladies fly fishing course. It's ladies and mimosas, um, and it's pretty much a one on one course that we're going to teach the, the the it's an introduction to fly fishing and then fly casting. We'll teach you to double haul. And another reason why I bought the bike is because the course is for 12 ladies first. So it's easy to teach a course, right? And then say, thank you, you guys take off and go learn on your own or practice and 
book a trip. No, we're not going to do that. Right. right. Learn, practice. And then each lady, because I only got three bikes, they'll be able to sign up for a day a week. We'll put out the calendar to oh, cool. actually go practice and take the bikes out as I take you guys fishing on the beach and stuff like that too. So, so you're essentially, you know, so for, cause I saw that and I'm glad you brought it up. Um, so essentially signing up for the clash, you also would get to go on a, a trip with you on these bikes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's man. So, that's awesome. So it's going to be really good. You know, um, a lot, there's a lot, a lot working, 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 and it's, it's coming together pretty good as we get closer to summer. Yeah, dude. I, I was, uh, and it's, uh, do you have, is there a spot still open for that? No, you know, it, I, 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 um, I posted it and it's sold out immediately. Wow. Um, so that we're already planning the next date for it. Yeah. Because it much interest in it. And I tell anybody like it, it, it the culture of fly fishing is amazing for the, the, the sole purpose of like, if you're an introvert, it's a great way to get out and be by yourself. Right. Yeah. You like, if you're a competitive person, there's a super, you know, learning curve that, going to be competitive with yourself to figure this thing out oh you know? yeah well, i just tell anybody like give it a try understand and, and try to understand what it is and guarantee that you uh you'll dig it i promise you, you know that. you know the thing about fly fishing lionel that i really like about it is if you think just fishing is hard enough right sure fly fishing makes it that much harder so yeah. so if you think you got it all figured out Go pick up a fly rod. Yeah. Cause yeah. you'll learn real quick that you don't. And and I like that though, because it's all it's just a harder way to do it. You feel so much more accomplished if you can hook, say, a tarpon or something on a fly rod or sight fish yeah. or redfish. I mean, it's not that it's easy to do it the other way either, you know, with 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 traditional tackle. It's hard, right? Sure. But with a fly rod, it's even harder. So that reward, man, is is something special when you when you're able to pull it off. Absolutely. So that's a, uh, that's going to be April 18th and we're going to already start planning the date. Um, just continue to keep growing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, you're doing it, man. And, and I'm envious of, uh, of your, your, uh, your ambition, I think is the way to put it. Cause you do not it. slow down, man, at all. No, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's a gift and a curse cause sometimes I can't sleep and you know, you got to manage that part. Yeah. I will, uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just me, man. You know, you got to know me to understand me. And <laughs> I dig it, man. And look, and I, I think you're onto something with the, the woman's fly fish. Look, if you posted it and it immediately sold out, you're onto something. Yeah. Well, I'm just doing it different. You know, it's, it's appealing. Like you want to get more women involved in the sport and women just, um, understand it i guess get it easier because a lot of what happens essentially and i did it when i first grabbed the fly rod is you try to muscle this thing and there's absolutely zero muscle none yeah well it's it's 100 percent technical and um and that's where you know women just get it women are better i mean like yeah. you, the same concept of like ballet and things like that even even in golf things that are just muscle memory driven <laughs> Where it's not, yeah. it's not so much the power; it's the technique and and the tiny little angles and things that you get right is what makes it, you know, good or bad. And it, it just comes yeah. down to muscle memory. But women are just better at that kind of thing. 
They really are, man. Um, and speaking of ladies and fly fishing, you know, I put out a dope YouTube. I think it's one of my best edits yet. I'm still getting, you know, in school for this stuff. But I put out a trip of the Bahamas. Yeah. Um, Is that a new one? A new yeah. video? Okay. Yeah. And I, you know, I would love to let me know what you think of it because it's pretty dope, man. Yeah. And you, yeah, is it already, it's on social yeah, media? Yeah, it's posted. It's I can send it to you when we get up here. Yeah. Send it to me because I'll share it and, and I want to check it out. I might not have watched it because I might have thought it was the same one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Well, dude, you got some big things happening as always. And, you uh, know, I, I appreciate it. But I don't think it's big. I just think it's, you know, if you're out there and you got goals, like, just go for it, man. And that's all I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I, that's all I'm doing. I surrounded myself with some really good people like yourself. You know, I've, I've always networked with, you know, I've known Justin and Jordan for a long time. Like, you know, we're not just on this podcast coincidentally. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. We, oh, no, for sure. Uh, Listen, you know? and, and I've told this story before, Lionel, but I, I called Justin and reached out to him and, and had his help in, in kind of getting all of us together. And my question to him was, who do you think I should talk to in Destin? And he gave me yeah. your name without having to think about it, you know? So Same thing know, with Jordan. You you and, and he both said, man, you got to get Jordan on here. You know, this dude knows yeah. what he's doing, and you're right. I'm. That's a great – he's a great addition, man. Yo, Jordan's a dude, man. That's that dude. Yo, his last name – yo, they, they call him Jordan for a reason, yo. That's, goat, <laughs> that's it. Right. Yeah, the goat. <clears throat> All right, yeah. So, yeah, man, I just tell y'all, man, chase y'all dreams, man. Don't let anybody stop you. I know it sounds really cliche, but that's the only way to make it happen, bro. That's it, man. And look, sometimes chasing your dreams don't take a whole lot. I mean, you know, this podcast that I'm doing, it's not like I had some dream to ever do a podcast. I just wanted to do my own thing in some capacity. This is it. Turns out this is it. Or maybe this is the beginning of something that will be some, yeah, I mean, who knows, man. But the point is, just do it. You know, because yeah. that's really all it comes down to. And it's never been easier than it is today with the technology. Lionel's running around with his iPhone, taking pictures of docks, uh-huh. time stamping everything. Today, uh, on the bikes. That was all iPhone video. I just used the editing app. Really? Know? It ain't hard, yeah. man. It really, I mean, just with all the technology and stuff, you just got to want to do it and be willing to fail and try. That's it. Yeah, for sure. And if you need some help, bang my line, yo. I'm always here. That's it. Speaking of. Tell us how to get a hold of you because I know you're booking trips. Everybody's ready to get the hell out of the house. So tell us yep. how to get a hold if of you. Can, whether it's on the bikes or on the boat, you know, holler at me at lionsellventures.com. Uh, I am really trying to do more informal uh, YouTube videos to help teach and all that stuff. So please, please hit YouTube uh, and hit that subscribe button for your boy uh, at Lion Cell Adventures. And then uh, you know, follow me on the gram. So and we'll continue to just grow this thing. You dig? That's it, man. Awesome. I want you to tell me about one more thing that you're involved in because I've seen a lot of things about it lately. The Bahamas trip in December with uh, oh. that you're doing with Gabrielle. What? So, where's that at? All right. It is in Andros at the Andros Island Bonefish Club. Now, this is 100% Gabrielle's trip. Like she's a, It's a hosted trip. And I, in, in the fly world uh, or in the Bahamas, a lot of people – well, just in the fly world in general, a lot of people do these things called hosted trips because you technically can't be an employee on the island without being a native there. So, you know, we essentially, you book the trip through us and we are your A to Z, getting to the island, getting to the lodge, getting you settled, getting your food, all that stuff. So you could just get on the plane, come to the lodge, fish, have a great time. Um, and that trip is December 2nd through the 6th. And if you wanted some information about that, all that information is at 
is on Gabrielle's site at ladylunkadventures.com. Um, I believe there's about five spots left, and I know uh, and it's three days of fishing, three days and four nights. Um, it's just a fantastic time. The YouTube is out there. I put the part one out there of us just getting there day one and not going out fishing. Uh, day two and day three are coming. Um, if I can sit down in front of the computer for a couple hours, I'll be done. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, man, yeah. that's and and the thing that that's cool is that time of year in December is when they sort of uh, funnel into that area for spawning, right? Yeah. So, so it's a you will catch fish, you will see fish. Yeah, like yeah, for it's, sure. I mean, um, it, it's it's almost you don't want to guarantee things in fishing, but unless the world decides that you know things are going to work different with the bonefish spawning, then you're going to see them. You know? Yeah, yeah, and, and in that video, it's very informal about the tr- about the whole trip. Part one had to be very informal. Um, you, you get to actually talk to the owner of or listen to the owner of the lodge, and he explains why we choose this time of year. He, he answers that question for you. Yeah. Um, so you just get to see like a boss lady doing her thing. You know, in this video, it was, like I said, it was last December, four months ago. So Gabrielle's still prego. Um, yeah. Out there, she was real so. pregnant too. Yeah. Like, yeah, if she yeah. had the baby, what? Went, I mean, yeah, she, had, she had a baby girl. The baby's healthy, you know. Uh, they're enjoying their time with their with their newborn and being very private about their which is an amazing thing to do these th- times of days when everybody has access to your life. So, yeah. Everything's but, great. The, the baby healthy. was born, though, like in January, right? Or something like yeah. that? Like, I mean. Uh, five, weeks, five weeks ago. Okay. Five weeks ago. Yeah, she was she was pretty pregnant though. It was impressive, man. She's up there double hauling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's wild in those videos. It's uh, you'll see it, man. And uh, you know, if you guys are interested, how I I can you can holler at me and I can connect you to her, or vice. You could just take and and holler at her. And, yeah, uh, and you're yeah. In, are you are you involved in a uh, photography cinematography capacity on that trip? Yeah, there's there's a part of the trip where you can hire you can book. Uh, a package deal where I take, I come on the boat with you and just document your trip for photos and video. Okay. So that's part of it too. Um, I tie the, uh, I think with, with the package, don't quote me on this, but everybody gets uh, six to 10 hand tied flies from me as, as okay. you know, so this is the, the whole thing. And I, I think Justin will attest to this is like, I, I surround myself by some really great people and we're all able to be what we are because we work together. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes so. sense, man, for sure. Well, that's a cool trip. And I, I've, I've, I've seen some posts recently and, and, and it just popped in my mind. So I wanted to just remind everybody if that's a trip you've thought about, check it out because, uh, yeah, I'll send it to you as soon as we get off the phone, man. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Lionel, thank you, man. And, uh, if you're listening, uh, again, we we really appreciate it, and uh, and I hope you'll join us for the next episode, Captain Lionel. We'll talk to you again soon because we're very close to to having some really really cool conversations about some warm weather and and uh, uh, and cobia and all kinds of stuff pushing through the beaches. So it's it's uh, it's just it just gets better from here. So um, absolutely. Hope you'll keep joining us, Captain Lionel. Thank you, dude, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Yes, sir.